You are listening to episode 20 of the On the Wrong Lead podcast. Follow us on Twitter at, at wrong underscore lead, youtube.com slash on the wrong lead, and visit our website at on the wrong lead.com. Help support On the Wrong Lead by signing up for AM Wager and earn 10% back up to $500 on all exotic and win bets made in your first 30 days. Use our link in the podcast notes. You can also support us by buying a t-shirt or other merch at ontheronglead.com. So Chase, I see that there is a stakes race here that you are very excited to talk about. You've been talking about it nonstop. Like you just cannot wait to break down this race. Monmouth on Saturday. I mean, the premier racing destination of the Jersey shore. That is true. Uh, I'm scrolling to see if I can find what race number it is. All the stakes races start with race nine, like nine through 14 are stakes races. Oh, I realized, I didn't realize that this was going to actually be after the Haskell in the actual true feature race spot. The second to last race of the day. The Wolf Hill. Yeah, it's named for my family estate um, in, in New Jersey. Um, we were, you know, originally from New Jersey. And... Um, I think I'm literally too tired to even attempt to be funny right now. I'm so fucking exhausted. Is that, are you exhausted because of uh, just a long day at work? Like just, you know, just worn out? Are you exhausted because Saratoga started and you've been betting and doing videos and doing wolf sheets and now podcasting all day? Um, Or is it just, uh, you're just, I mean, woefully out of shape and a complete piece of shit and just like, you know, smoking entirely too much and just like your life is just this big downward spiral. And uh, yeah, which one of those is it? That got super fucking dark. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I am tired from uh, cat, you know, I uh, didn't didn't get much sleep last night. Just kind of combination of excited for Saratoga and uh, trying to to cap Friday a little bit earlier than I normally do because um, uh, you know I had to I wanted to be prepared to do my little stream with uh, with Mark with our first Saratoga daily. Yeah, and I mean. I know, I know it's been a nervous couple of days, but there, I, I know you got some good news the other day. So I don't know if you want to share the good news, but. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, um, I, uh, thought I might have a uh, coronavirus because, uh, my kids brought some crud home from, from daycare, which anyone who listens, who has children knows that kids with kids bring home just every single virus and infection and, and everything. So, uh, you know, was having symptoms and it was, it was enough that I, I said I should probably get tested and probably pull the kids out of daycare just to, just in case. Um, but, uh, yeah, found out on, uh, found out, uh, yesterday evening that I, uh, I do not have coronavirus, which is 
uh, pretty useful, pretty happy about that. Yeah, so uh, we're going to have a little production meeting. Well, it's not really a production meeting, but I guess a uh, shirt design meeting during uh, the podcast here. And uh, I'm thinking about doing a new shirt where it says, I survived 2020, but I did not survive the maximum security DQ. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know. You're, you're, I mean, cause if you made it to 20, 2020, you obviously, I mean, I guess the implication would be that you're dead inside after. Which, I mean, is probably, still, which is mostly true. Yeah. I mean, you're still physically alive. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I would, I would think about that a little bit more. We'll workshop it. We'll workshop it offline. But uh, anyways, um, uh, in case you don't know, uh, my uh, I'm Josh, and uh, the other voice you hear is our boy Chase, the wolf guy on the ground on uh, Discord. Uh, we're going to take a quick look at some of this uh, stakes action at Monmouth Park, also known as uh, Haskell Day, also known as the half of the Discord tournament that's happening on Saturday. If you don't have a link to that, we are doing our horse tourneys $11 pick and pray uh, private tournament. Um, if you need a link, uh, hit us up on Twitter or on Discord. I'm sure you'll see the massive spam that 6421 has posted. Um, and I think Pack also posted it onto the subreddit. So take a look there. Um, but uh, I figured we talked through some of these stakes races. Um, on the stream yesterday, I know Caleb kind of noted that um, Saratoga on Saturday was kind of, eh, it was an okay card. It, it was probably like a typical weekday saratoga card not a opening weekend saratoga card which is fine i know we have kind of a we, we we're in a weird time you know we're, we're running belmont stakes races in saratoga and all this other nonsense going on um so uh we'll uh we'll forgive saratoga this weekend especially with uh, del mar not being open um but the monmouth card looks pretty stacked so um it looks like uh we got what is it is it an all stakes? It's an all stakes pick six or what is this? Uh, I don't have the wagering menu on this on this um, this uh, PP, but races uh, nine through fourteen are all uh, stakes races. So yeah, it looks um, like you you got the one the one dollar one two three race in pick six um, races nine through fourteen. Yeah. So it should be uh, yeah. So it's going to be a good day of racing, I think, at, at Monmouth. So. Um, you know, uh, I figured we'd, we'd go through some of these races. I know we have our Saratoga Daily stuff going. I know you did uh, one with Mark today uh, being Thursday. This will probably get posted on Friday. So um, if you are, uh, if you haven't seen that yet, uh, I Mark and I did opening day. And then um, uh, Chase and Mark did uh, today, Thursday's card. Um, we're going to try and get those videos out uh, pretty much every day Saratoga runs. So, yeah, so check it out. Um, but uh, today we're going to focus on Monmouth here. Um, so let's start with race nine real quick here. The the Windstar Matchmaker Stakes, grade three here, mile and an eighth on the turf. Um, if you recall, last year they ran this race. Um, this was one of those really kind of weird pace scenarios where you had like, so like Haskell day last year was that really weird day where like they had record heat and like all the tracks on the East coast closed, but like Monmouth was like dead set on running. So they like pushed the entire card back like 
four hours or whatever. It was just a really weird freaking day. Um, I didn't think that tw- that racing could get any weirder, and here we are. Um, but I think we only had like three horses in there, and the longest price on the board, I think, won. Um, it was just one of those weird, you know, weird pace scenarios. But uh, it looks like we have a field of eight signed up for this. Uh, Zenobia is uh, dual entered, I believe, in another stakes race, either at Saratoga or here at Monmouth. I don't remember where else I saw her. It's at Saratoga. At Saratoga, yeah. So we'll we'll see where she ends up going, but we should have at least a field of seven here. Um, and I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you had a really good chance to take a look at it, but I'll tell you what: if Zenobia doesn't go here, uh, Valedictorian looks like they like uh, he might or she might be pretty deadly on the front end. Um, so I, I think if Zenobia scratches, Valedictorian might be uh, might be one to watch out for. Um, I, I know. Yeah, I know I, we I, have. Go ahead. I, I was going to say I, I definitely agree. Um, Looking. If you look at the pace figures, the the uh, Chad Brown entry tap it today looks uh, looks kind of dangerous. But uh, you know, under further inspection, I, I really think that the the horse might be kind of uh, might be kind of distance compromised, and uh, I, I don't have faith in in tap it today to to get out there and, and go wire to wire with those early those early pace figures. So you know, especially if Zenobia is gone, then uh, if uh, Valedictorian can get out there and control the pace, then I, I think that's probably going to be a uh, a uh, uh, dangerous horse. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I you know, obviously Varenka is entered in here, and Varenka is always a uh, you know, it's kind of this uh, um, you know, pretty dangerous uh, stakes type. You know, did win the Lake Placid last year. Uh, or got that 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 weird dead heat. Was that the that was that weird race right at night where uh, Varenka and Regal Glory? It looked like uh, they they couldn't uh, they couldn't tell the difference in the camera, like the because it was a um, it was at dusk. You remember yeah, that storm? Yeah, right? the Lake Placid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, you know, Varenka is a very useful type horse. Uh, uh, you know, so. I, not taking anything away from her with that weird finish, but um, you know, I I think if you're looking at an off type horse, she's pretty interesting. Um, you do have a couple of Chads in here in uh, Beautiful Lover, um, and the other one, uh, Nay Lady Nay, and Tap It Today. Um, so those are also you know kind of uh, you know you always got to keep an eye on where the Chads are in um, in the turf races. Um, and it looks like Beautiful Lover is, uh, if you're looking at uh, the Briz Prime Power, is the uh, is the number one horse in here. I don't know if you have, I don't have morning lines on my PPs. Do you have a morning line uh, on this one? Uh, let me see. I can pull it up on uh, the Equal Base app real quick. Yeah, well, you pull that up. Um, but yeah, I, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm definitely going to be looking at a horse like Valedictorian here if we, um, if Zenobia scratches. Um, if Zenobia is in here, uh, she's pretty interesting. Um, you know, Jonathan Thomas is, uh, you know, doesn't have a lot of horses, but I always feel like all of his horses are always live. Um, so, uh, you know, he, he's, he's the guy who doesn't run much, but he, you know, he still hits at over 20%. So, um, I think here he might be, uh, you know, he might be, uh, uh, you know, if he's either here or at Saratoga, I think, uh, Zenobia is live. Um, and it looks like, you know, there's definitely bread to go, uh, to go this distance. So, um, 
you get that uh, morning light? Uh, yeah, uh, your morning light favorite is going to be Beautiful Lover, followed by uh, the other Chad, Nay Lady Nay. Um, and then you've got uh, Tap It Today at, at 9 to 2. So Chad's got the top three choices uh, on the board. You know, looking at this and, and seeing that Chad has a majority of the field, I really think that um, a horse like Tap It Today um, and um, all hell, the name escapes me. Uh, Tap It Today and, uh, um, you know, Valedictorian are going to hook up. And maybe Tap It Today is more of entered as a rabbit to set this up for an easy win for uh, for Beautiful Lover. Um if uh, Zenobia stays in, entered, then it's probably going to be Beautiful Lover's race. Um, there's always the, the the threat that you know your your rabbit will actually like get out ahead of everybody, but um, and and just wire it. But I, I, I don't think that that has the has the, the lungs to do it. So I feel like you could probably just single Beautiful Lover, but I mean. If you're smart, you'll probably use all of the chats. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think it depends if uh, if Zenobia scratches. I'm I am going to want to use Valedictorian here. Um, if not, I think I'm going to probably key around both Varenka and Beautiful Lover. Um, I think those are going to be the two off the pace horses that I'm going to want here. Um, but question for you: This is probably the most important question. So the winner of this race, I think, gets like a free, um, like gets. I don't know how to put this. I think it gets a free uh, stud to one of the one of three win star stallions between Exaggerator, Take Charge, Indy, and Yoshida. Yeah. So if uh, if you won this race, you're which... racing for you're literally racing for Dick. Yeah, which dick you taking? Oof. Oof. Um I probably go take charge in the Yeah. I I I was thinking between take charge Indy and Yoshida. I mean Yoshida we haven't really seen you know we don't know what we're gonna get, but uh yeah, I think I would probably go take charge Indy as well. Now, unless unless you're tap it today. Um, cause then I think you might have some, some sort of like, uh, you know, second cousin inbreeding situation going on with, uh, the, the APND line and the Tappet line there. There's, um, a, there's a, like, yeah, we have to check, you check, you have to check the Nicks, right? And yep. you gotta check how, how things are nicking and, uh, crossing and, uh, don't cross the streams, uh, something like that. I think I'm pretty sure that that is uh, scientific horse breeding knowledge right there. Um, but yeah, good effort. I like it. On to the Monmouth Cup. <laughs> Monmouth Cup. Uh, yeah. So this is gonna be a mile and an eighth here, three year olds and up. Uh, I actually really like this race. This is a fun race. Um, and this is, I think, this is like, I don't know, like. Unfortunately, I think that this is probably more of like a grade two field with, uh, with how the older division is looking right now. Um, but you know, this is a grade three race, but I think this race came up very interesting. Um, I think that there's a ton of speed signed up here, but at the same time, like I think a horse like Bodhi express, uh, is the type of horse that can set a fast pace and still, you know, kind of keep going. Um, you know, the, the hell's hope, 
uh, you know, ran pretty game. Um, Pacific Classic, you know, we don't really know what happened there. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I don't know if this horse just likes Gulfstream, um, but I don't know. It's a fun horse. I know it's a, a kind of a meme at this point. But uh, but I am a a Bodie Express fan. Uh, but Bodie Express is kind of parked out wide, um, so I think that gonna have to full send, um, and I think he's gonna hook up with at least one of these other horses, if not something uh, maybe like a Monongahela or a um, who else do I have here? Uh, maybe like a Bell Harbor um, or even Jovia. You know, I. I mean, we got a couple of horses that are going to want to vie for this lead. Um, so kind of looking back and kind of looking at, at some of these off the pace types, I think uh, two horses that I am going to be interested in using a little bit of are going to be core beliefs, the uh, six horse um, as don't well. Disagree. You disagree? I said, I don't disagree. Oh, so uh, core beliefs. Um, as well as a little bit of math wizard. God, okay. Yeah, I can see so, it, but I hate it. Yeah, so I, I think that these are kind of the two horses I'm going to look at a little bit. Um, I like I said, I haven't um, I haven't done a, a huge deep dive on these races yet. I'm I'm just kind of looking at a pace perspective right now. Um, but these are the two horses that I'm kind of interested in uh, in keying around. Um, what what are you looking at? Uh, I really like Ball Harbor. Um, I think Ball Harbor can maybe sit a trip and really kind of kind of close into the early speed. Um, I also um, I'm also pretty interested in Global Campaign. Uh, I think a lot of it has to do with me being just absolute sucker for uh, for curling babies. I mean, curling on the top line with AP and Demir on the bottom line, like that horse is is bred for classic distances. Um, won the illustrious Peter Pan last year. Uh, you know, ran into tax and Tacitus and the, uh, in the Jim Dandy, which I mean, make of that what you will. Um, yeah, I, I, I think, uh, I think I'd maybe take a, take a shot with a global campaign, uh, play a little bit of ball Harbor and, uh, uh core beliefs. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not, uh, I'm not a, I, I don't really know who Scott Hansen is. It looks like he's only got a couple of, uh, a couple of starts here, but um, this horse is leaving Peter Erton's barn. Uh, did run once last time uh, and and ran decent. So yeah, I'm I'm kind of interested to see what what core beliefs will do this next time out. Um, and if you like core beliefs, I mean, I'm looking at the the morning lines right now and uh, a, a twelve to one healthy morning line. Um, Math Wizard is also a double digit shot at ten to one. Um, so I mean, there there are prices out there. Uh, Ball Harbor, I mean, they've got Mike. Money Mike Smith listed as the jock, but I seriously doubt he flew to New Jersey for this one. He's probably uh, hoping that they race at Del Mar again. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens um, with uh, with Mike Smith. I know he's got a couple of he's got a couple of uh, mounts here, um, but uh, yeah, Bell Harbor is leaving Todd Pletcher's barn and going to uh, Greg Sacco. Um, you know, he's not. I mean, he's hitting at fifteen percent first start. Um, but he's also coming in kind of into deep waters here um, for a first start with the trainer. I mean, Bell Harbor hasn't won since the Giaponte, uh November eight November of eighteen. So um, 
you know, horse hasn't really won as of late. I mean, not to say that, you know, a horse is like Bodie Express have exactly been winning uh, lately or anything like that. Um, but, uh, or even, uh, you know, Core Beliefs hasn't won since uh, March of last year. Um, I mean, I wonder, I wonder who the most recent winner is. Harper's first ride has won a couple of allowance races and uh, optional claiming races at, uh, at Laurel. So, yeah, so it, it'll be interesting to see. We have a couple of of horses that have some some class that uh, are out of form, um, but uh, yeah, this should be an interesting race. Um, I'm kind of against Global Campaign, uh, mostly because I don't know. Um, I mean, I know he did win the Peter Pan, um, you know, going a mile and an eighth, uh, but I don't know. It doesn't seem like the like global campaign like likes these longer distances, um, but I don't know. It, it maybe maybe he just hasn't had that, had a fair shake at some of these longer races yet. Um, well, I mean, two two attempts at, at this distance, and you're looking at a win and in a third. Uh, and the third was the the Jim Dandy at Saratoga, which you know is a pretty pretty stacked race. But yeah, um, I. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to get really Caleb-y here and just be like, I hate this race. <laughs> well, speaking of Caleb and hating races, how about this United Nations? Uh, all right. I, I say we keep this one brief. I, I'm going to say single uh, Perrette, play the play the lone speed there, and uh, fuck all these other horses. Yeah, I I I like Perrette here. Perrette looks really good. Um, I also really like. Where's the other horse? Um, I was also interested in a horse like Standard Deviation here, I believe is what I was talking about before. Um, so, uh, but I don't think you have to get super deep here. Um, I think Perrette, um, Perrette's going to set a uh, a nice pace and, and is probably going to wire this. So um, what kind of uh, what kind of morning line we're looking at on Perrette? Let's see. Healthy six to one. Oh, nice. Yeah, I would. I'd play that all day. Um, the Haskell, aka Authentic, at four to five, and Doctor Post at five to two, and Josh now now to the the Mish. Josh going with New York Traffic at seven to two. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, you remember this, right? Yeah, yeah. I uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna say. Uh, Authentic is going to get out on the front end, and he's going to burn himself out. Won't handle the distance, and it's going to be a a, a doctor post or a uh, Jesus's team um, take, taking this one home. Um, you know, I I'm tired enough that I don't really feel like rehashing my hate for the silver haired fuck. So let's we'll just say uh, Authentic doesn't get it done. Doctor Post, Jesus's team. All right. What about your race, the Wolf Hill? Oof, this has been a tough one. I've been looking at this one a long time. By that I mean just now. It's uh five and a half. God, I love these kind of races. <sighs> you've got you've got a lot of speed. I mean, as you would expect. I would think that the I don't know what, what Monmouth really kinda likes, if if it's okay with a, a horse getting out there and wiring, or if it's just gonna be a uh you know, closers kind of race. Um, I, I want to say by the speed in her that it's a closers kind of race. And then I'm going to probably look at uh, Archidust and Dubini. 
So interesting about this is this is the return of Shecky Shabazz. But this is first out of Jason Service. So did go to the Christoph Clement, which is I mean, if you're gonna send the turf force to anybody, I think Christoph Clement might be uh might be the guy to send them to. So um yeah, this is really interesting. I, I don't know like if maybe like if Shecky Shabazz had a, had an, a start under him, I would maybe uh, go back to the Shecky Shabazz uh, well here, but I don't know. I think it's going to be too unknown, and I'm guessing that this horse is going to take money. Um, yeah, with, with Joe Bravo up at, at Monmouth, the horse is going to take money. The Christoph Clement horse. Uh, you know, the problem the problem with, with Archidust is you. I mean, the same thing that you saw with the Shecky Shabazz is Archidust is, is now a, a – Asmussen trained out of the Navarro barn, uh, which I saw, we saw one of those run kind of a little bit of a dud um, today at Saratoga. Um, of course, all, all horses are different, but yeah, I, I was looking at Archidus, maybe, maybe Dubini, um, you know, Dubini's got a, got a trainer that's kind of, kind of big for the circuit. You got Paco Lopez aboard, um, not really coming out of anything impressive, but at the same time, this is a $75,000 black type um yeah i'm gonna say dubini might be the play um at uh at nine to two um if i'm feeling if i'm feeling bold uh i might play archidust but i don't want the seven to two uh morning line much like i wouldn't want a five to two morning line on on shecky shabazz um yeah it's just kind of a weird mismatch of of horses here yeah i i haven't had like I said, we haven't had a chance to take a real deep dive on here, but first pass, um, there's two horses I'm going to key around, I think, uh, and that's the 5 Dubini, um, as well as the 11 American Sailor. Um, now, I know Jose Ferrer isn't exactly great on turf, but he has been, you know, he's 26% here at Monmouth, um, and this looks like might be the speed of the speed in this race. Um, so, yeah. I always I always bet speed on these short turf route or sh- short turf sprints um, because uh, speed kills. So I'm gonna take a take a two pronged approach with I think the best speed along with uh, the best closer in uh, Dubini and um, American Sailor. And I'm gonna say one last horse if you want to just take a flyer at a thirty to one morning line. That's gonna be another closing type horse. Uh, is a nice tune trained by Harold Wiley. You got John Bazzono up, uh, hitting at 33%. Um, Bazzono with uh, with Wiley, but I mean it's it's small sample size off of, off of uh, six races. And I mean these are some dirty, dirty, ugly morning lines. But it looks like Wiley wheels him back pretty good off of the long layoff, and he's coming off of a uh, a black type stake start at um, at uh, Aqueduct. Uh, and I mean you got some some graded stakes history back there but i I mean the horse also hasn't won since uh since uh, 2018 so buyer beware like andy buyer you watch the fuck out andy buyer i'm coming for you (laughs) uh okay last race here the molly pitcher um the return of she's a julie coming off that big ogden phipps win uh odd that they're wheeling her back here I think, in my opinion, at least. You think so? You think that maybe she should have waited? Uh, you thought that they might wait till like uh, somewhere in Saratoga to take a look? 
Yeah, I mean, she's she's a talented horse. I mean, she ran a, a, a great race in the in the Ogden Phipps. It's just a uh, it's a pretty quick turnaround. So I mean, you can eat. Uh, sometimes I like to take that as a as a good sign, you know, run them when they're right. Um, but yeah, I, it's something something smells fishy with with she's a Julie to me. Yeah. Um, and like taking a quick look at Briz, it looks like they, they really like this, uh, lightly raced Chad four-year-old, uh, Royal flag, the two, uh, Paco Lopez aboard. Um, don't know too much about this horse. Looks like, uh, won a couple of optional claimers, um, you know, at uh, Churchill and at, uh, Gulfstream. Um, so I don't know what we're going to see out of this horse. Um, but yeah, she's a Julie ran huge last time out at the at belmont um you know there are some people who believe in uh you know those huge efforts taking a lot out of a horse um so you know we'll see what uh, what we get out of she's a julie um but if we're looking past her who i'm guessing is going to be is going to take a bunch of money um i think royal flag is is kind of interesting here uh maybe even a a vault uh, for uh, Brad Cox and and possibly Mike Smith. Um, looking at the pace scenario here, um, we have a little bit of speed, but I don't think I don't know if we're going to get nuclear here. Yeah, it, it looks like the the only horse that that they give that E type to is is our super freak. Um, uh, and our super freak, you can't really you don't have a definite history of wanting to go to the lead um in these races sometimes i like to just go with the horse that i think will inherit the lead um you know they might not want it but they'll inherit it and you know none of these other horses will want to be actually on the lead so they won't actually press it and sometimes they can just get loose so yeah i mean our super freak maybe now let's see what wrong colors done in the pre previously yeah, wrong colors also got an E type here, but still, other you know another horse that it's E type, but I only see one time that it's it's led in the first call. Um, every time it's been kind of you know takes over at the second call, so kind of kind of rated. Uh, this is also one where you know these kind of early speed horses that don't want the lead can kind of just mill around and fiddle fuck around, and you end up getting a horse like uh, like Vault, maybe Horologist. Uh, coming up and uh, making a close, uh, maybe a Queen Nakia. Yeah, Horologist is pretty interesting. Um, we're uh, you know we get uh, Joe Bravo, who is uh, kind of like I don't know, is he like the Prince of Monmouth? I don't I don't, I don't know how we're uh, just Jer Jersey Joe, Jersey Joe. Yeah, um, yep. not like I always forget who six four two one. There was this one time he was uh, he was talking about some jock who was um, I forgot where he was going where he was racing, but six four two one is like yeah this guy's from Jersey he's gonna kind of he's gonna come and try and steal it, and so I'm like what like fucking everybody from Jersey is just a fucking thief like what the hell are you trying to say. But apparently he meant like, no, this guy drove a long fucking way to come to whatever track it was. So he's probably trying to win this fucking race. But uh, it was kind of funny. So now every anytime anytime six four two one brings up uh, Jersey, uh, I'm like, oh, is he, uh, is he Jersey? And it's, it? 
in, inherent klepto kleptomania. Oh. Yeah, you know, I going back to she's a Julie. I mean, I guess it's around a, a one month layoff since the since the Ogden Phipps. But even for, I mean, that felt like a like a big race, and that that you might want to give it a little more time. Like when I talk about a quick wheel back, I'm talking usually talking about like a an allowance horse or a, or a claiming horse that that gets a win and then it's back in like a week later. Um, so kind of a quick turnaround for a big effort out of a stakes horse, but you know, I, I'm going to say, I'm going to say it stinks and uh, I'm going to go with the either vault or horologist route. Let me look at their odds. Yeah. Horologist is five to one here. Um, and uh, yeah, like horologist is also four for four at Monmouth. So, you know, kind of got that horse for course angle going too. So, yeah, I, I, I definitely am digging horologist here. Vault is nine to two, and horologist is digging you. Oh, good. I'm glad. You stud. I'm glad. But uh, I bet yeah. I bet horologist wishes she was she was racing for that Josh D. Mm, we'll just stop it there we'll just doubt yeah that's that's that was that's now i feel awkward you made it weird (laughs) yeah yeah no argument there awesome well you know i think that's gonna do it for us uh we just we did want to get on here and uh kind of do a quick pod talk about uh, a little bit of monmouth um you know, we are putting out content like nobody's business. Uh, we have our Saratoga Daily. Um, and then uh, I know Mark has been pushing out as well. He's been doing um, those uh, Fast Fives. Uh, we got a couple more coming up. I know Caleb is working on one. Um, and uh, I think we're going to, we're probably going to be, and I, this is probably a surprise to you, Chase, because I haven't uh, mentioned it yet. But we're going to try and do a couple more of those uh, full process videos uh, that we did. Um, I know, Chase, you weren't able to do the last one. Um, I think you had, like, your back surgery and stuff around there last time we did it. But um, essentially, we're, we'll I'll send everybody a race, and we will blindly record not, – not blindly, but we'll all record – kind of our take on it and how we kind of came to that um that conclusion and then uh i just kind of take all of them without nobody looks at anything you know we all do it separately we don't get influenced by each other um and then we kind of see how we all landed that way you could that way um a new player or maybe some more experience can kind of see how four other people uh kind of take a take a look at a race so um, i and i really like really like that idea because um i i'm someone who's very process driven i i go and i go into every single race looking at it the exact same you know doing one set of things the exact same way every single time like i i just have things that i i have to do and then i feel like it opens me up for yeah like critical thinking like once i like check those boxes so uh yeah I, i'm very much a process person yeah, I trust the process. Yep, and I'm, I mean I'm the same way. You know, like I, 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 if you haven't seen, I did post a video a long time ago about my process. Um, but I mean, the first thing I do is I open up the Brisnet and I scroll down to the bottom and I take a look at that 
um, that race summary. And I kind of try from that, get a picture in my head. And then I go through and I look at every individual horse um, after that. Um, I know Josh Caleb. Find Caleb horse that has run 14 times and never won. Caleb, uh, Caleb sometimes thinks that that's the only thing I look at. <laughs> he's like, he's like, what Josh looks at, and he just takes a picture of like the 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 average pace figures, and I just go off of that. Um, I have uh, I have been dipping back into the uh, the time form well a little bit, um, but mostly just um, to uh, what's the word validate? I guess kind of validate my opinions on horses in. Um, that I find in Briz, uh, there was one horse that looked huge on time form and didn't look that great on Briz. And I used, uh, and it was a 35 to one winner at, uh, at, uh, Canterbury during their big turf night. So, yeah. So, I, I mean, uh, I, I know we get questions about like what products and stuff like that, that we use or what to start with. Um, I think everybody will say that, uh, each product has its uh, pros and cons. Um, so it's just, uh, about using what you're familiar with. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not switching as much as I am using to validate, which I think is the right way because, uh, I know we've talked about mixing sauces before and we don't want to mix sauces, but we do, but I'll tell you when you go to White Castle and you get that everything sauce, I mean, sometimes it just tastes good, you know? We don't have White Castle here, so I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, they, I think they just mix uh, ketchup and mustard together. High quality. Hey, they call it everything sauce. It's got a name. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us. Uh, catch us in that Discord tourney this weekend. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. Um, make sure you um if you haven't already uh, we do have that am wager um referral link in our notes here go ahead and sign up for am wager if you haven't uh biggest thing we tell beginners clear every bonus and am wager's got that five hundred dollars that you get i believe it's a ten percent rebate so if you wager i think five thousand dollars you get 500 bucks back um do it clear every bonus that's what I did. I mean, DRF, I think, gives you like 200 bucks. You get 100 bucks from TVG. You get like 200 bucks from um, Twin Spires. I think you get $200 from Naira Bets. I mean, that's free money. Clear every bonus. Um, and then, uh, yeah, you can catch uh, the wolf at, at of Oak Lawn. I'm at Cherry Drank. Uh, catch us in the Discord. Um, and then if you guys do need uh, any links to any of those tournaments, Um, Just go ahead and hit us up on Twitter. So until next week, we'll catch you guys later.